There's another one you don't want to hear. Frankly, neither do I. Right now on the Power Chord Hour, I'm talking to New York City rock band Komodos. The band is getting set to release their debut EP this coming November. They just released their new single, I believe, a few weeks ago at this point, And then they got another one coming later this September, very shortly here. We're going to talk new music with them, hear about the uh, debut EP, and learn more about the band. How is everyone doing over there? Fantastic. Good. Yeah, so I'm excited. I mean, we have uh, we have the entire band here with us. Pretty uh, pretty new band and everything. So um, to really, I guess, start out for everyone listening, if you want to like go around the room, just say your name and what you play, so we can kind of like so like, you know like when everyone's listening, we can kind of like tell voices and everything. If we want to like start, just go down the row and uh, let us know who we're talking to real quick. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm Taryn. I'm the vocalist. I'm Ben. I play bass. I'm Hunter, a guitarist. I'm Gabe, also a guitarist. And I'm Kabir, I'm the drummer. Nice, nice. So, I mean, I want to I wanna start, like I was just uh, saying, I mean, first single, first song, like, out at all. The debut single came out here a, a few weeks back. How's it uh, feel to finally have some music out? So good, honestly. We've, we've had uploaded, like, a couple of demos to Spotify that we produced ourselves, um, but it's really good to have something that like we're very proud of out there. That really wasn't the case before this. So, yeah, it's been a long time coming. We were grinding in our home studio for weeks on end, and to have a finished product feels really satisfying. How? Uh, I mean, I know the band is pretty new. How? Uh, how new are you? Like, when? When did the band actually form? Um, like spring twenty twenty two. Oh, geez, you're really new. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> But it's been in the works for a long time. Like we've all kind of been jamming together for a lot longer than that. But it, it was kind of a matter of getting the pieces put together and being all in the same place and with one common goal in mind. How uh, were you kind of writing music from the get go? Like when you did start getting together and playing, I mean, was was writing songs kind of the first thing from the beginning? Not necessarily. Uh, I would say we, when we first got together, it was more just kind of jamming. Um, and then we'd find something we like jamming over and kind of turn that into a song. Um, now, I guess we're a bit more intentional about writing songs, but at, at the beginning, I think it was pretty, pretty free form from the start, which was cool. When you guys, when you guys started, like, I mean, did you always kind of know what you wanted the sound of the man to be, or did that just kind of form as like the five of you were all kind of like playing together and morphing that sound? Yeah, I think it definitely evolved as we were sort of playing together, everyone's styles kind of contributing to the whole and then really figuring out what our shared tastes were and just kind of, it took a lot of exploring, a lot of like trying new stuff, getting out of our comfort zones before we really kind of found our, our lane. But I think now we definitely have a, a, a sound that we can call our own that we're excited to keep building on. Yeah, we also had songs that didn't make the record <laughs> so like i think part of finding our sound is like eliminating those songs that we've written that like more or less for one reason or another and it's it's kind of abstract i think but they just didn't really fit the vibe you know i kind of i kind of like like going off of that and like that idea of like finding your sound and stuff and maybe scrapping things 
were there any like even with scrapping the songs with any ideas that you would kind of find in those go okay well the whole song doesn't really work but maybe this like little guitar part works this little riff here or there melody works like did you take any of that stuff from those scrapped ones and kind of reuse them at all for sure yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. i feel like they're kind of kind of constantly doing that um <laughs> we definitely i mean we also have some stuff that we you know like just you asking the question it makes me realize like yeah, there's a lot of stuff that from the songs that we cut it's like we should bring that back um but yeah i mean for sure there's parts of that we've cannibalized and like added on to other songs like <laughs> for sure for sure i i'm kind of assuming i guess i'm making assumptions here but like that everyone's kind of coming from other bands did any uh did any songs like ideas come from like previous bands you guys were working in that you brought into this one at all not really honestly i think like this is I mean, we have played in other bands, um, but I think we came into this group with the intention of writing like original music, like for this, for this group in particular. You know, so I don't think we really brought in other ideas from like previous projects or anything like that. How about you know? I mean, we're talking, we're talking like new music and everything, but like, how about live shows? Has the band been able to uh, play much live? I mean, again, I know, I know you're very new. Like, I knew you were new. Didn't realize like the band was that fresh. I mean, has has there been any chances to play live yet? Yeah, hell yeah, we've yeah. played eleven shows so far in the city. Oh my um, god! Yeah, yeah. So we have our twelfth coming up in September, but we've that's definitely been like a big part of our routine is like jamming in order to in order to play live. And I think the record is kind of a reflection of our live set in, in a lot of ways. Have you, uh, for, for those shows, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, you guys are in uh, New York City. Have they been uh, all like around New York City as they've played so far? Yeah, we basically played mostly in the Lower East Side. We played a couple in Brooklyn. Um, our last show was this past Wednesday. We played at the Mercury Lounge to nice. kind of, as a, like a single release show. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Like every time each show gets bigger and we get like more people. And I think a, a big contributor to the fact that the show was our biggest one was we went flyering, just talked to like hundreds of people, gave like <laughs> just hung out in the park basically, saw who who was interested, who would not be, and a lot of a lot of people came out because they liked the sound. Nice, nice. That's that's really cool, and it's kind of. I'd like to talk about that a little bit. I mean, I'm th this show's in New York, but we're on the way other side. We're like eight hours away from New York City, but like with with being in a place like that, I mean, I love kind of like hearing about the scene because it's kind of interesting. I mean, you're in such a big place, and I wonder like, does that? I don't. I don't know. Like when you have a place as big as like New York City, and I mean, you know, there's so many different parts of it and everything. Like kind of kind of what is what is maybe it's hard to define but like the music scene around there like i mean for you guys are there bands to play with are there venues to play at like i mean what's that like for a uh, like budding band in new york city so to answer the second part of that question there there are definitely venues to play at um and i think there's like you know like uh there are different levels to it like there are like your dive bars where it's relatively easy to book shows and then there are like the more venue venues where they're more centered around the music and less around the drinking, you know. Um, <laughs> but there are definitely venues to play at for sure. Um, in terms of like artists, I think we've like slowly been finding people who our sound kind of aligns with more. So like in some of our earlier shows, so we're like an alt rock post punk band. In some of our earlier shows, we played with like this one dude who was like fronting with a ukulele, you know, and it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't really our vibe. Um, but like in our last show, we found these two super cool. Well. 
more so the second band, the first band, I would say. <laughs> like we found people who like are, yeah, yeah, in more like more in alignment with our sound in general. I would say we're like still kind of breaking into the scene as far as finding the other bands that are like, I, I guess we'll, like who we would want like in a perfect world to like play our sets with. Um, but we've, I feel like we've been really lucky with like, making connections generally. Like we go to a decent amount of shows here, like in the city ourselves. Um, like through that, like seeing other bands play, like finding people that we want to play with. Um, it's, it's not, it, it's been pretty good. I mean, um, it's definitely like a kind of a constantly evolving thing. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think just being in the city means just gives us a, like a very large pool of things to pull from, whether it's venues or other bands to play with, or even like people who come out to shows, like the fact that we can just go to a park and like promote up <laughs> is crazy and like actually like reach a pretty reasonable amount of people. Um, so yeah, I mean, being in New York definitely has its benefits. It can, I mean, there's the flip side of that as well, where you're like another band within or, <laughs> like thousands of bands in New York City, but like it is what it is, you know, you make the best of it. I mean, that's a, that is a really good point. There's a whole lot of places you can't just go to a park and find play, you know, like people to like come check out your music and stuff. That's kind of a, like, I feel like that in itself is kind of special to like the, uh, the area you're in is the, uh, I mean, is the kind of goal later on, I don't, I don't know if it's like short term or not, but I mean, at some point is the band's plan to kind of tour around kind of like, you know, just, you know, whatever around the country and stuff. Yeah, definitely. We want to get, uh, probably to start like a little tour with, uh, probably a, a more well-known band to open for them or something but that's yeah the goal is definitely to get around the country spread the music see what kind of response we can get and hopefully go from there kind of uh you know also i mean we're like we're talking new music and stuff but like i'd love to kind of hear a little bit about like everyone's like musical background before this like i mean have uh have all of you kind of played in bands around the area in new york and stuff i mean is any of this like your first band playing in this area or all of you kind of come from uh different like New York City bands. So I, I knew Taryn and Kabir from our hometown. We, we grew up together, went to high school together. And so we've been, we had been jamming for a few years before this band formed. Um, and we were influencing each other in those casual jam sessions. Um, but I, I've only been playing guitar for about five years or so, like pretty much as long as I've known Taryn and Kabir, I guess a little bit shorter than that time, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I guess, except for you, Ben, you've been in New York for like how long? Coming up on a year or so. Oh, yeah. no. So we, we all actually just moved to New York. Like, oh, nice. Uh, over a year, year and a half, half ago. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I guess we played, I hadn't really played in a formal group before. So this is for some like going around, like playing shows and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, we all definitely were jamming and like playing stuff before. Uh, I think we all have pretty musical backgrounds in one way or another. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's kind of first band for sure for or first serious band that I've been through. Yeah, I would I would agree with that sentiment. I mean, I played in a band with Gaby, um, but it was more just like a group of friends, and we didn't really have like a set set of music. It was like people kind of showcasing their own songs that they'd written. And this group is very different to that. Like it's it's much more collaborative and like we want songs that represent the five of us as a whole, you know. It's not it's not something even close to that previous project. So yeah. No, that kind of makes sense. I mean you can you can have I feel I feel like a lot of people, it's like there there's the 
you know, the high school band or whatever, where it's like, y'all just kind of screw around, do whatever. But I mean, like with you all, it's like, you know, obviously you're getting out there, like playing shows, getting music out, like an actual bona fide band. Like we're actually going to like do something with this more than just like playing our parents' basement kind of, kind of deal. Yeah, Seems yeah. like this one, maybe, maybe bigger goals than that. Yeah, we're sure. playing in our own basement now. <laughs> <laughs> Stepping yeah, I mean, up. <laughs> I guess, like, at least for me, Taryn, Hunter, and Gabe, we kind of all moved here with the intention of starting a band and seeing how far it would go. And then we were lucky enough to have Ben come around. It's been a blessing for us. So Yeah, I helped him last. Uh, I found these guys on Craigslist. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I used to DJ more. Uh, I've played in bands and stuff, too, but uh, I would definitely agree with your diagnosis. This is, like, in terms of, like, seriously, like, doing it, going all in, and having this be, like, what I'm, like, putting every spare bit of kind of attention I have towards. This is, like, the first time it feels fresh and just really exciting. That's rad. That, and, I mean, it's great to be able to, like, talk to a band, like, I mean, you, like, again, as fresh as uh, you all are, so I mean, like, let's let's get into like the debut EP and everything. Like, where uh, start out? Like, where was it recorded? Where'd you guys end up recording the uh, EP at? Here, recorded like actually right here. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, we're in our uh, shared apartment of our, me, Gabe, Kabir, and Taryn all live here, and uh, our whole EP was recorded uh, within these walls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. We, we really wanted to get like kind of the live sound, capture how we sound at shows and such. And so we basically set it up so that we had like one amp in uh, each different bedroom and mic'd it up there. But then we would all like stand around the drum set um, and like kind of play it that way so that we could all just do it all like in one take, cut it straight from the floor and have, um, yeah, just that feel, which I think is what like makes this EP like super special is that it sounds like we're playing it for you live. That is amazing that, that it was recorded there. I mean, the the big one I got to ask because, I mean, you know, I, I've, like, talked to people, like, you know, you'll do some of the recording at home, but, like, a big one is, like, they'll end up recording, like, drums elsewhere or something like that. For recording drums there, I mean, was that the biggest pain in the ass of all the, like, recording? What was it? Was doing drums like that the hardest? Because that's the one thing I hear. There's a lot of, like, you can home record, but drums become a big, like, that's a hard one. What Was that as difficult as it seems like it'd be to record? Yeah, so basically we kind of set up a little sound isolation chamber with uh, like a very DIY um, situation. <laughs> basically all the blankets that we had to spare. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. like some like sound panels and stuff. But um, yeah, we kind of used the, the money we got from shows to buy a bunch of mics. So we were able to get a pretty good mic set up on the kit and a pretty clean sound, I'd say. Um, also have to shout out our producer, Max Harwood, who really helped the like pull it all together and polish it up. But yeah, like in the drum set was definitely a, an interesting experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, props to doing it. Cause I mean, there's a lot of people who say, yeah, we recorded this like at home or in our, in our home studio or something. It's like, you didn't record the drums there though. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> the drums there. you can actually say everything was recorded there and actually sounds like truly recorded live. How, uh, I mean, how long was the recording session? Was this all done, like, in a day? How, how long How long did this all kind of take to do? Definitely not. It took about, like, two weeks, I'd say, to get, to track four songs. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, it was, like, a lot song. of, 
Yeah, basically, like, once we got into the swing of things, had everything set up, it wasn't that bad to record, but um, it we had a lot of tweaks along the way, and we'd, like, record something, sit back and listen to it, and then make, it, like, iterations along that. I think it also helped us with, like, in the past couple of shows we've had since doing that, everyone's been coming up and being like, you guys were like good before, but now you're like so tight. And I'm like, well, yeah, cause we were just like <laughs> playing those songs just back to back to back for like five hours a day for two weeks. Yeah. So I think that helped us a lot. We wouldn't stop until we got like what we considered a perfect take, you know? So it was just a lot of iterations overall. Jeez. Yeah. No, I mean, props, props for doing that. I mean, doing it that way and everything. And yeah, it seems like, it seems like the payoff of all of it is you'd get real tight after doing that. I feel like it'd be hard not to, It'd be like really, I mean, you'd be doing something wrong if you didn't get done doing that and you weren't just like super tight on these songs, it seems like. Is, uh, I mean, it seems like you have a setup there to do it. I mean, I know, I know you're just getting ready to release this EP, but I mean, in the future, can you see this as a model for the band to kind of like, hell, we want to re- release more music. Well, we could just kind of do it this way. You see you guys kind of recording this way more in the future at all? I don't know. I feel like we haven't even thought that far ahead, but I, I think what's cool about having the home setup is like that option is there. Mm-hmm. Um, like whether we decide to do it or not, like I, I think it's cool to have that kind of convenience of it. Um, you know, like if we have that lightning bolt moment, you're like, oh, that's like a fire thing. I gotta record that like right now. Like we could do it if we wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this gift record's gonna have a very raw sound, and I think that we really dig that. But at some point, we might decide it would sound cool to do something more polished and get into a real studio. So we've got two options, I think, but it's, it's good to have the space at least to do demos and just like maybe lay some tracks down and see how all the parts are fitting together. And then perhaps we could get into a studio and record it live there in a more professional environment. I, I mean, I got to give you, I got to give you credit too. I mean, the, uh, like after this, we'll make sure we play the uh, first single that's out, but I've heard that one. And then the one coming out in a couple weeks here. And I mean, both sound really good and in no way would i be like oh that was recorded in someone's like house or something like that it, like maybe it sounds good i think it works really well so it's like you know i mean if you release more music that way hey it, it don't sound bad it doesn't sound bad at all <laughs> how about um we, we kind of got the idea because we know some other brooklyn bands that did it in their own apartment too so we were like well this is definitely more cost effective. Mm-hmm. So we should give it a shot. And ended up, the result was, was pretty good. So we kind of rolled with it. The, the one question, I mean, I, I do have like, just thinking about in, in being, being in the city and everything. I mean, is it like, I'm assuming you're rehearsing there and everything too. I mean, is it, is it fairly easy to rehearse and record in your place or are there people around who aren't like super understanding that they live next to a band? I'm very, I'm kind of interested in that part. We've had no noise complaints, if you can believe it. Yeah, literally yeah. zero, actually. Yeah. Yeah. One guy tell us he would complain if he didn't like our music. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we've been super lucky, honestly. Um, yeah, I would have expected to have more problems with that. <laughs> I was wondering that, like, yeah, like being in the, like, I don't know, I'm like, I feel like you'd really have to have some understanding neighbors. That's pretty nice, though. No noise complaints. And if that guy hasn't called yet, I think, I think two thumbs up on the, uh, I think he likes the music. How, how about, you know, earlier we were kind of talking about like finding your sound, scrapping songs, taking ideas from songs and stuff like that. You know, there's, I believe if I'm not mistaken, there's four songs on his upcoming EP. 
did you record, you know, we're talking about scrapping, were songs scrapped before recording or did you record any other songs for this that ended up not making the cut? We chose, we chose the four for the EP specifically and we only recorded those four. Um, and that like involves some deliberation between like the five of us, you know, um, and we do have songs that we play in our set that we're proud of, but we really just like thought we'd stick to our guns and choose what we felt were the strongest for it. So, yeah. Right. Is there a, is there a plan? I mean, I'm sure you'll have more, more shows and stuff coming up. Do you, do you think you'll play like a defined like release EP show? Is that a, I know it's a couple months away. I mean, is that kind of the plan at all? You think? Yeah, we actually have it booked already. <laughs> oh, okay. So you have, okay. So it has been a, you have thought of this already. Definitely. Definitely. It's going to be at um, this venue called heaven can wait. Um, it's right by Tompkins park um, in the, in the East village. Um, November 4th. I don't know whoever's listening, if you're going to be around, but yeah, November 4th, um, heaven can wait. I think we're going to be on at like 11 or something like that. So yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Is the, uh, the EP, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming digital, but CD vinyl or anything else is it coming out on? Not, not as of right now. We discussed the idea of like old school mixtapes too. Um, no, it's not. Nice. Nice. More of an aesthetic thing than like an, a, <laughs> a practical thing, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can always throw a digital code in the digital download code in there. Just make yeah. a mixtape, throw the code in there. Like, I hell, I'd buy a mixtape for that. I, I like <laughs> the novelty of it. I like, I like it. I like it. Um, you know, I mean, it, I, I know I kind of like talking about again, like like being in uh, New York City and everything, but like. Do you feel like being in an area like that, does it surround, do you feel like the influence, like influence the sound of the band? Like, do you think your surroundings blend in or bleed into the music at all, would you say? Yeah, I, I think more than, this is kind of a terrible answer to your question. I'm sorry in advance, but I think more than anything, it comes in like the energy of the music itself. Um, like, I, I don't know that we're really getting our sound from something in the city like maybe we sound like a little bit like some other new york fans but i feel like more than anything it's the energy i don't think that's a terrible answer i think yeah. that makes a lot of sense that's a good answer yeah, Thanks, yeah don't man. beat yourself up that was a good answer <laughs> i mean yeah it's like, like i wouldn't say that that's the yeah i guess the sound of the energy is kind of interchangeable but yeah yeah i, I think yeah. we take news from other bands who are sort of at a similar place that we are um in terms of like how they're reaching out to people and like what venues they're playing at. Um, and maybe Tanner can speak to this, but I feel like some of the experiences that we've had or that he's had in the city have contributed to the lyrics in a conceptual way. Um, I'd say in, in that respect, living in the city and being in this area has influenced the songs that are on the EP. For sure. I think like apart from the lyrics, there's also like, there's an urgency to our songs that's like undeniable in my opinion. Um, and I think that comes from just being in New York and like being in a metropolis where you have to grab people's attentions and like at shows, you know, you have to be, or at least you want to be the most energetic and the most attention grabbing because you want people to come to the next show, you know, that's really all it's about. Um, so I think that translates to our songs because the EP is a reflection of our live set, like 100%. Um, but lyrically too, for sure. Like, I, I mean, I don't know if any of the songs, I mean, a couple of them speak to like my personal experiences, but a couple of them also don't like, and I tried to write them with the band's experiences in mind and just like what any, really what any like 20 something living in the city kind of goes through and like experiences. Um, and there, there's like a philosophical bent to it that is my perspective, you know, but 
overall, like I think a lot of people can relate to what we sing about. Yeah. Nice, nice. You know, it probably, I mean, there, there's five of you and in, in, in any band, like influences kind of differ from person to person, but like, what are some commonalities? Like, what are some, what are some influences that like the five of you, or at least most of the five of you can like kind of a, kind of agree on? Like, where do you all, where do you all kind of meet musically? We all like mm-hmm. Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, I don't know. Like Nirvana, like Chili Peppers. Interpol. Um, Interpol. For sure. Uh, I'm a big Lou Reed fan. I don't know if anyone yes. does. I, I think we like that like slightly off-kilter sound, a little edgy, if you will. Like, I feel like we all kind of agree on that. Yeah. Um, like you should challenge people's ears and like satiate them at the same time, you know? <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Well, then I guess it's kind of the difference too. I mean, right? That like, kind of also shapes your sound. I mean, in one way it's like, what you all like, but then another way it's like, well, only one dude likes this guy, like only one dude likes like this band. And then this person brings in this influence. And like, you know, you're kind of also bringing those things, I guess, too, that make you different. And then, you know, you throw it on in that blender or whatever of the five of you. And then you get, you know, you get the band sound, I guess, if you will. Yeah, so, no, for sure. I think that's the coolest part about this group. Cause I, I feel like we have shared interests, but each of us kind of diverges in our own way. And, when we come back, like I basically listen to music like most of the day, <laughs> and so I'll, I'll I have a lot of different ideas that pop up. Um, but like when we come and and play together, it's it's cool to see those influences blend. Personally, I'm a huge Flea fan, and like the other the other week, I took a beer out to see the Chili Peppers in New Jersey. Um, and I was just like, you see, you see what Chad and Flea are doing right here, like the drummer, and like that's like, like we got to do that shit. So like, yeah, that was um, sorry, um, we, so that was like, yeah, it's it's really fun to like, be able to put each other onto stuff, not just of like this is cool, but also like listen to what they're doing. Like we can like do stuff in that kind of way, like, um, and so yeah, it's 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 awesome, like sharing sharing influences and tastes and stuff together. I mean, the band, you know, the band being uh, as new as you are, you got the uh, you got the new EP coming out and everything very, very soon. I mean, do do any of you like have set goals for the band at all? Is there anything like like when you think of the future of the band, be it long term, be it short term, doesn't you know, doesn't really matter. But like what you want to do with the band, what you'd like to see, uh, what you'd like to see you accomplish with Komodos in the future. Yeah. I mean, like, I think my biggest goal for us is that we stick together and we, like, progress, you know? Like, I don't want to be playing the same the same venues and bars in two years from now. Like, I want to be playing nationally, for sure. Um, but other than that, like, the, the main goal is just to make, like, keep making better music and to find more and more people who fuck with it. That's really it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say like short-term goal just to play start playing outside of new york you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> we gotta start somewhere and uh i don't know maybe a little east coast tour or something new jersey's next yeah watch out new jersey city <laughs> a big old trek over to jersey that that long uh long... Stone, stone pony vibe maybe <laughs> Ooh, nice nice it's, yeah. that, that's a that's a classic right there for sure um you know also though i, I kind of you just brought something up which like I don't know. I'm kind of thinking of it now, like, like you were talking about, like in the next two years, you know, getting out, playing other places and stuff. 
do you see like like I guess I guess it's less for you because you know the band's new, but like seeing other bands, is that a pitfall? Do you feel like for New York City bands where it seems like you're in a great place for music and there's tons of venues and and like all that stuff, but do you see ones who fall in the trap where you never leave, like where like you never do grow because you almost don't have to because you're not like say in the middle of Kansas somewhere and there is nowhere to play or anyone around, so you like have to get out. Like, do you notice that at all from other people in the scene? Where that's like, I guess maybe the one like negative of all that, where it's like you don't have to leave; you kind of have to force yourself to get out of there and play different places. I would say that it's not a negative. Um, like when when I think of all the different bands in New York, especially in Brooklyn, that play in the scene, like different sh- venues and shows across the city, like everyone is kind of also playing against each other. Like you want to be the best band in New York kind of, but like, there's also a collaborative effort in that vein. But I, I don't know. I don't see like people getting stuck in New York. It's, it's not like a negative to me. I think the, the audience here is like big enough mm-hmm. that there's interests for whatever kind of music you might be making. And I wouldn't say like you need to leave New York to gain success. Cause I feel like the opposite is actually true. I definitely like, I think it, it matters. It depends on what your priorities are. Like we have played with bands that, I mean, we're, we we're lucky, like we're a relatively young group of guys, but we have played with bands older than us. Um, even if only by a few years and they only play in the city and they're fine with that. Um, but I don't know if I would be fine with that, you know? And so I think it depends on where you want to settle. And I don't, I don't know if any of us really want to settle there. Um, so yeah, I think it just depends on what your priorities and, and your preferences are um, and where you personally feel like artistically and creatively satisfied. As we, uh, you know, I got I got a couple more here, but I mean, as we kind of close out and uh, I'll throw you all kind of on the spot for, and we'll go kind of get into like other new music, but like with the year halfway over now, what are like some of your releases, favorite releases, I should say of 2022, any, anything jump out to anyone or you think of like your favorite stuff halfway through the year now? My favorite record this year was probably Fontaine's DC's Skintifia. It's, I, I just love their, their sound. I feel like it's really developed over the past couple of years, but I, I thought that was a really solid album. Um, I fuck with Horse Girl. I think, I think their album was amazing. Um, and it's crazy that they're like 19 and doing that. It's, it's just really respectable. Yeah. Anyone else? Any, I know I'm putting you all on the spot. Any anything that jumps like, I think um, I think ACDC had an album this year. Maybe it was last year, but their most recent album I listened to like pretty recently. It was amazing. It might have been last year. I, I'm not super confident about that. Yeah, <laughs> I forget that sometimes too. Yeah, I'll shout out Pseudo Bliss for a second. We played with them last week at, or last week at the Mercury Lounge, and they've been putting out some good stuff. I think they just released an album this year. Um, and yeah, they, they sound great. Nice. Nice. So, I mean, when, uh, again, I know the, uh, the EP is coming out in November. What is the, uh, what is the actual date for people to throw on the uh, calendar? I believe it's November 3rd. If I'm not, I think fourth is the show. I think it's Uh, November 3rd for the actual like Spotify release. Yeah. Nice. And then also, I mean, this will be coming out. Ooh, I'm trying to look at my calendar. 
I don't know. I can't do it off the top of my head. Basically, it'll be out in like two weeks. You will have a second single out like a week or two from now. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? The uh, the new single coming out here in September. Tell us a little bit about this uh, next song. That we're so, so the single's coming out. Uh, we actually push it back. It's coming out October 6th. Oh. Now. Yeah. Um, Very recent update. Yeah. But the sound is like, it's pretty different than the first single, I'd say. It's um it's yeah. got more of a it's a little more psychedelic yeah more psychedelic yeah. than the last one and i think it's i don't know i, I just love the melody in this this new one <laughs> yeah i think um people will definitely kind of see a little bit of a different side of us in the second single from the first um like i don't know I, we're still keeping the same energy kind of throughout but um definitely a little bit of a different sound yeah, think think brooding meets brazen. <laughs> the, the other one was a runaway train, but this one is like it's just got a different vibe to it that you're gonna have to hear for yourself. Like very sauntering, I would say. Yeah, very sauntering. Also, I like lyrically, I'm I'm a bigger fan of the second one. I put more effort into the lyrics for sure. Um, and there's like yeah, there's some crazy shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> Was it was it hard at all? I mean, again, because we're talking about this is your debut uh, EP coming out, and then this is you know there is a there is a single already out. Was it hard figuring out the 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 first and I guess this one too, the first two singles to put out? Was that difficult at all figuring out like okay, these are our you know these are our debut EP singles, you know, easy or hard to do? I would say hard. Yeah, I feel like we went back and forth on that like a bunch for sure, especially on the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think throughout the recording process, like we just got, like we kind of had an idea going into when we were recording, what we wanted to do when, uh, and then just as we recorded, we really, I think, just what we wanted to do became a lot clearer. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, there was still some deliberation after the fact once everything was recorded. I mean, I, I say recording process, really production is process as well. Um, so yeah, not a not an easy choice by any stretch. <laughs> Nice, nice. Well, as we uh, as we close this out, and we'll play the we'll play the first single here in a second. But let people know. I mean, where do we where do we find the band online? Where do we uh, grab the music when it's out? All that good stuff. Where do we uh, stay connected with the band? Oh yeah, I mean, we're on Spotify. We're on Bandcamp, um, Apple Music, Apple Music as well. All streaming, platforms. literally all streaming platforms. Yeah, when when we re release that shit through our distributor, we check off every single box. So <laughs> wherever you get your music, will be there most likely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Instagram, uh, Komodos NYC. Uh, we'll be posting there about our shows and also the upcoming releases, uh, and maybe some other like. Nice yeah, the <laughs> next show is September 23rd at Gold Sounds in Bushwick. Uh, we'll we have a super fire bill. Excited to play with some other like really cool bands there. But um, yeah, that's where you can find us next. Yeah, I would urge anyone listening who's in the New York City area to come to a show. The the experience hits different. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, if you're in New York City, I mean, keep an eye out. Your your band's staying busy, and you're just getting started. So who knows? Even if you're visiting, maybe they'll be playing that night. Keep an eye, keep an eye on uh, the band's schedule. You know, you never know what you're doing. But uh, we will, we will play some music right now from Komodo. It's been great talking to the band right here on the Power Chord Hour.
right here on the Power Court Hour podcast, the debut single from Komodo's. That was Narciss. I want to thank the band for uh, doing that interview. Really, really fun. And uh, they do hold the record as uh, most guests on one episode. I have interviewed a few uh, duos in my life. So, I mean, you could count those as full band. But as far as a full band of like, you know, five piece group, first time. And I had a lot of fun. I mean, they were uh, really great to uh, talk to. And I think it's really special, too, to get to talk to a band that early on in their career. You know, and that uh, that first song there is really good. I've heard the second song also really, really good. So, I mean, be on the lookout for that debut EP coming out in November. And if you're in the New York City area, go uh, check them out because it looks like they're playing a bunch and uh, already playing some really uh, legendary venues in uh, New York City. So, really cool. I think big things are on the horizon for that band. And I'm sure it's not the last you'll hear of them on this show. And I'll definitely keep playing them on the radio show, which actually this Friday is the 300th episode. And we'll uh, air this interview here and then like three hours of music and reminiscing and all that fun stuff. You know, it's kind of, it's funny because like, you know, every year we do like an anniversary episode on the anniversary of the show in February, but also you start hitting those landmarks on both the podcast and the radio show where you'll hit a 50th episode, you'll hit a 300th episode like that. So there's a lot of reminiscing a few times a year. And I feel like this is going to be another one of them. So a little walk down memory lane you can hear this interview again we also hear a ton more if you want to check that out and then after that we are taking a four-week break I've talked about it a bunch the last few months but I am going to Alaska and I'm finally going this week I am excited to be leaving here I'm recording this uh, Wednesday night into or Tuesday night into Wednesday and uh, getting ready to uh, leave and everything and uh, really looking forward to it and I'll be gone until uh, actually I don't know the exact day I'll be back but basically uh, gonna take a week to drive from New York to Alaska take a week to spend in Alaska and then a week to drive back and uh, you know slowly but surely kind of get my stuff back around and there's kind of like a week grace period in there for me so I don't just like you know get back from driving uh, you know 3,000 miles well probably like 6,000 miles when I do uh, the whole round trip by car but you know I what I'm saying is I don't want to come back right away and uh, have to like jump into this again as much as I love doing it I need a little break so uh, we'll be taking a little break but I'm also looking forward to it because really when I when I do these breaks and I go travel and stuff I do think about the show and I get new ideas and I think about guests I want how I want to revamp the show what I want to do with the radio show what I want to do with the podcast the future of everything so it's kind of fun but don't worry we'll be back with more you know I'll only be gone four weeks and uh, honestly I've been pretty consistent this year minus the uh, we, we didn't have an episode for you last month one week and uh, that was just having a bunch of really just bad timing with guests but uh, besides that really haven't taken any time off so tons of episodes to check out if you uh, haven't went back through the back catalogs lately I mean tons and tons of podcasts to listen to on Spotify we have the playlist from the radio show hundreds of playlists if you want to listen to music all that good stuff if you want to follow us stay connected I'm sure I uh, I'd really be fairly quiet on social media while I'm in Alaska but I'm sure I'll still post some stuff so if you want to follow us at Power Chord Hour on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook and uh, hit me up PowerCordHour at gmail.com and uh, I'll know make sure i didn't die in alaska or something like that and uh yeah so that's gonna be it i guess for like the next four weeks and i'll be back with another one for you probably the first one i come back will probably be solo just kind of talking alaska and my trip and all that good stuff but uh do not fret we'll have tons more good guests for you and i'm gonna think about all the rad things i want to do to kind of close out 2022 with the show so until then for the power court hour podcast i'm anthony merchant and thank you so much for listening